Welcome to another Daily Takeaway. It's Bush and Richie here. Sorry that you have to uh, be witness to this, but I do need to uh, have a word with Bush uh, about something. Something that you've uh, shared with me today that has uh, put me out a little bit, if you don't mind me sharing It's put you, you out. Here. It's put me out a little bit, oh. what you shared with me. Now, we are big fans of uh, Breaking Bad and, uh-huh. uh, and Better Call Saul. Yeah. And for a little while now, I've been urging you to get going on the sixth and final season of Better Call Saul. And you were a little bit tardy uh, on this, if you don't mind me saying. No, it was it was uh, we kind of swapped places because I was I was on it first and then then you <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing just here. Just that back in there. Yeah. And then you went ahead of me because <laughs> you were you were watching this latest series and I hadn't got my act together. You hadn't got your act together, no. And um here we are about uh four episodes uh, in and a new one has dropped on Netflix today. Now, I haven't had the chance to start watching that because I'll watch it when I get home from work tonight. Earlier on you suddenly go to me, oh, by the way, I've, I've started watching half of uh, the latest episode of Better Call Saul. You've now gone ahead of me, and that, I, I feel like that's bad form. But I'm not going to, like, uh, watch it off the screen. <laughs> like, erase it. <laughs> but I, well, there's, there's always utmost discretion. There's never... There's no, been no spoilers so far. No, I, I, I'll give you that. You haven't said to me anything that... Well, I, I nearly did a spoiler. You nearly one. did. You, you, you I'm excited for you. You are excited, but I just have to say, it's it's irked me a little bit that you have kind of like <laughs> gone that step ahead when you you weren't you, you were seemingly not interested. Do you know what I love? Do you remember we had a phone in about uh, watching box sets with other halves? Yeah. And uh, a guy phoned in and he said that if his if his other half, his missus, would go one episode ahead of him, he would refuse to watch the rest of it. <laughs> I remember, do you remember that? that. It's a pettiness that I absolutely adore. <laughs> what would you do? Final episode. I don't know how many episodes are in this one, uh, this final series. We should watch the final episodes together, like a screening, holding hands like Thelma and Louise. Yes, you know what I mean? yes, yes, yes. Because I think it drops in the morning, and then I watch it in the evening once the show's done and I'm home. But I would happily do that. You, you and me come in, and we'll we'll just have a viewing in a cafe together. It's like you know, like they always have to have the final game of the season or whatever, all at the same time. Yes, that's what we need—a clock start. Yes, you and me sharing earphones in a cafe on an iPad. What a beautiful scene that would be. If you want to join us, if you, we should do maybe have this as a as a big thing. Yes, a viewing party together. V- viewing, a viewing party, if I can even say it. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. So look, a bit of a survey. I think you can tell the state of the nation uh, when you look at what our parents are moaning about. I called my dad uh, on the walk to the train station today. Just one of those checking in phone calls. There's no agenda. Didn't need to set anything up. Just wanted to call and see how he was. Three rings in many ways. Three rings in many ways. And without being, you know, too too down about things, I'm sure there'll be a time in my life where I'd I'd love to be able to do that. So I don't want to be moaning about the phone call. He was on good form. Really, really good form. Fair play. But about five minutes in, the conversation takes a turn. Okay. And he starts sounding off about smart motorways. Now, here's the context, right? The first five minutes of the phone call, he'd been on good form. He was telling me about a croquet match he was looking forward to this afternoon with some bloke that was coming to play him from Tunbridge Wells. He's not he's not mates with Sir Francis Drake, is he, by the So Dan's there in Eastbourne. His mate's coming to play him from Tunbridge Wells. There's no motorway between Eastbourne and Tunbridge Wells. So there's no reason why the phone call suddenly changes 
to him giving it both barrels about smart motorways. Excuse the pun, but that's quite the gear change, isn't it? Isn't it ever? And just so I'm clear, smart motorways, if someone else is asked on Twitter, is it like, that's when there's no hard shoulder? It's when there's no hard shoulder and there's, like, the different crosses and speed limits above it and all that kind of thing. Oh, my goodness, he was going off on one of them telling me how unsafe they were. Can't believe it, you know, it should be brought up in all sorts of dispatches and this kind of thing. People, oh, he, he would not stop, but there was no reason for it starting. Did he use the phrase death trap? <laughs> that, that was insinuated. I'm sure it was insinuated. Do you have this? Tell me, when you call your parents, does, does, is the conversation turning at any point to something you're like, why are we on this? You, you can normally tell when it's going because they'll use a phrase like, don't get me started. Yeah. Uh, for my mum and dad, uh, the big issue is cold lattes. <laughs> See, there you go. That's it. That's the kind of thing. My, uh, cold latte sounds like a band we play on Absolute Radio 20s. <laughs> but um, they, if they, I think, I'm sure all the coffee shops in Exmouth hate them and they've got their, their <laughs> photographs, you know, CCTV photographs pinned in the staff room. Because my mum and dad are forever sending coffees back because they're not warm enough. <laughs> and it really winds them up. So let's just have a little bit of a state of the nation survey right now. Ask yourself this question. If you're fortunate enough to be able to call your parents up and just have a t- little chat, what is that random subject that they're going off on one about at the moment? Carrie says direct debits. How can you have a problem with direct debits? <laughs> Would they prefer standing order? <laughs> Warren says, my dad has an obsession with cars that appear to have no road tax. He even checks them out online to confirm or deny his suspicions. He needs to keep his nose out of it. <laughs> is, that, is that like he wants tax discs? Is that what he wants? Yeah, because you don't have to have a tax disc anymore these days. You've just got to have your car taxed. You don't have to display it for Warren's dad. Warren's dad, mate, you worry about your own car. I don't know what everyone else has got going on. Uh, Rui says, oh, this is going on about... I was just saying earlier on, my dad's got a problem, and my mum as well, with uh, cold lattes. Yeah, yeah. Always sending them back. Uh, Rui says, I bet your dad says uh, latte and not latte. In fact, my dad, there's another problem he's got, and he always moans about. Uh, he thinks people say, can I get too much? Yeah. What's going to get me? And they also, people say latte, he reckons that's incorrect. It should be latte. Isn't it just a good job that you and I will never turn into our parents and be that kind of person? Not in a million years. <laughs> uh, Stu says, his dad always goes on about influencers and transfer fees. Uh, John says, every time I call or video my dad, he gives me an update on Alexa and her various weather skills, including a live demo. Despite the fact that I have about ten in my house, it drives me mad. <laughs> Love it. Kaz says, any time I ring at the moment, my dad goes on about the TV shows that he hates the have canned laughter. Was, which is weird, because back in the day they all had canned laughter, didn't I they? I feel like there was more back in the day than there is now. Madness. Uh, Pam, what is it for you? Yeah, my dad has a real issue with monk jack deer. So they sneak into his garden at night and they eat his flowers and plants. But wow. don't ask me which plants, because I don't care. Wowee. <laughs> don't care. So, like, mo- most people in an urban setting, then, Pam, would have problems with, like, uh, like foxes or badgers or whatever. Where, where's your dad living where he's got, like, you know, palatial deer walking around in the mist uh, overnight, that kind of thing? Oh, uh, it's down in Norfolk, but don't tell the badgers and foxes where he lives because he has enough trouble with the deer. I'm having a look at a monk jack deer. I've done a bit of a Google image search. They, they're they cute little things. I can't see what the beef is. I know. Well, that's what I think. But apparently not if they eat everything in sight. And the other thing is they poo on the lawn. Wow, it's one thing after another. I feel like your dad's life is like a, a mini version of Peter Rabbit when we watched that in the morning on CBeebies. <laughs> well, if you talk to him, you'd think he was under siege. But, you know, I'm not so sure. Lovely. Thanks, Pam. 
All right, take care. Big announcement from last night's show. We're going to be doing a special one-off late-night radio show this coming Thursday night to fight the good fight against loneliness for Mental Health Awareness Week. We are going to be live 10pm till 1am. It's called Bedtime with Bush and Richie. got special guests, your requests, your stories, and we'll prove to you that you're not alone. Uh, we're looking forward to that. It's going to be a very different show to uh, to the standard home time show. Uh, won't be so much chat about Munt Jack Deer. Uh, well, I'm sure we can sure. find time for it. <laughs> um, how I, ha- having said that... Uh, uh, it is important to talk about Munchak Deer right now. This text that comes in. My stepdad also bangs on about deer eating the heads off the flowers on no. the graves in his local cemetery. I've never seen any evidence myself. All the flowers seem to be intact when I visit. I think it may have happened once, just a few years ago, says Mike. So they're not... This is like a It's like a conspiracy. You know like we talk about animals with brilliant PR? Yeah. Everyone thinks, oh, they're lovely, aren't they, the yeah. deer? Yeah. Then they're eating flowers off graves. Just, which is just a disgraceful thing, but they need to it take is. a look at themselves. Yes. What I like about this is that we're hearing about parental ill behaviour. Like, normally you hear about, like, kids misbehaving young people this this is parental ill behavior Uh, this text says back in 2019 me and my partner had our baby beautiful baby girl my partner's dad told us he could not come and meet his granddaughter because he had a cycling competition called the fred witten (laughs) we ended up getting a phone call saying that he will be coming to meet his granddaughter after all because he forgot to pay the entry fee for the cycling competition it's just outrageous behavior oh i love it um aaron says any call with my dad at the moment i get updates about the latest happenings at the Garden Bird Feeder. This includes what new birds are visited, (laughs) as well as what birds aren't stopping by at the moment. The complaints tend to focus on the pesky squirrels that must be chasing them away. It's not Munchak Deer, is it? It's not Munchak Deer, it appears not. Uh, Tom, what is it with your calls? Well, so, the other day he rang up for my daughter's third birthday. A lovely occasion. um, (laughs) Yeah, to to, uh, wish her a happy birthday. And bearing in mind this is whilst I was at my in-laws in-laws um, to celebrate her birthday. My dad then, after he wished my daughter a, a happy birthday, he was he then started going on about his new solar panels. <laughs> <laughs> how he's getting a new roof installed. Um, and apparently, apparently with these new ones, it works out cheaper. Brilliant. Because the solar panels are built in. So <laughs> he needs to so he um, can get away with buying less roof. <laughs> so he also started going on about his batteries, right. and then he was asking me how much I was paying, uh, how much I was paying for my energy at the moment. And this is all whilst your daughter is opening her third birthday presents. Yeah, pretty much. Amazing. And, and my in-laws as well. So I, I imagine I was getting some of the dirty looks as well. <laughs> it's cold calling. You're being cold called by your own dad. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Right, no problem. Nice talking to you. We had a very interesting message that's just come through during that last song, uh, and it goes as follows. I'll read it verbatim. Hi, I'm the chair of the National Association of British Muntjac Deer, the NABMD. I'd like to respond to some of the slanderous comments about our community on your radio programme this evening. Whilst we cannot condone the actions of a few individuals who may or may not do this, I can assure you that most of us do not eat flowers out of people's gardens and graves. There's good and bad in all communities, and Muntjac deer are no different. Thank you. Rudolph, the chair of the NABMD. Sounds very uh, kosher. Thank you very much. That seems legit. Right to reply on this show, as ever. More of yours, please. Uh, Tony, what's your old man sounding off about? My car and my sister's car. Both automatic. Right. <laughs> man's car. Tell us your dad's name and what's his view on automatic cars. <laughs> his name's Billy. He lives in Runcorn in Cheshire. Right. And he just thinks we're lazy. <laughs> just long... 
lazy man's cars we've got. Uh, well, look, I'm going to I'm going to join you on that. I have a lazy man's car. If that is uh, also the case, I do. Yeah. I didn't have you down as an automatic driver. Who are you? you are you Tony Stadz? Are you? Oh yeah, I'm Billy. Call me Billy. <laughs> Hi, Billy. He's an oh. Everton fan as well. He sounds like a good lad. Your dad. The only good thing is he's an Everton fan. So, uh, what do you say to him then when he's taking the, taking the Mickey out your your automatic car? Then Tony. Well, he he can't drive anymore. It's, uh, I'm driving him everywhere, and he's just this is just laziness. Oh, so you're like Parker from Thunderbirds. He shouldn't even be moaning. He's been driven around by you. Yeah, I'm assisted as well. Tony, I think you've got the moral high ground there. Yes, yes. Right, thank you very much. <laughs> Cheers, Tony. Tony. Yeah. Andrea says, the WI. My 79-year-old mum is secretary of her local WI. It's all I hear about. I feel like I know every single member inside and out and all the goings-on. You think that was a harmonious organisation? You would have is thought she suggesting so. that there's, there's trouble at the heart of the it WI? It certainly seems to be. Uh, Stop the World on Twitter says, my mother-in-law moans about her rubbish, the council, the council not collecting their rubbish and how rubbish the council are. <laughs> her shopping, despite the fact that we have to do her shopping for her, it grinds us down so much we have to pop into the pub on the way home to wind down. Love this from Marcus. The guided bus which goes into Cambridge somehow always comes up in conversation about what a bad idea it is. <laughs> and then, is this one of the most random of the lot? Such a nice guy. Andrea says, my mum won't stop going on about Philip Schofield. <gasps> He's on everything. He'll get where the water won't go, she says. Uh, Mayor says, my mum insists it's a better use of NHS resources to keep her hearing aid safe in a handbag rather than risking losing it. And that is just the tip of the iceberg. This is... Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Who claims wins? Is ten weeks of tickets up for grabs? Tickets to go and see the brilliant Liam Gallagher live at Manchester this June at the Etihad Stadium. Let's meet tonight's contestants. Online one hoping to win the tickets is Andy. What are you doing right now, Andy, as we speak to you? Hi guys, uh, I'm just on my way to drive to play golf. Ooh. All right, you're right, millionaire, CEO, that kind of thing. Have you, do you have you got like a golf outfit that you wear? Uh, yeah, um, it's it's kind of the same outfit all the time, though, to be honest, because golf is quite expensive, so... So, like, have you got what they call... Is it not 4 by 4s Pringles, your Pringle sweater. Pringle plus 4s. Sw- plus 4s, four. you've got plus 4s? Plus 4s? Is it plus 4s? It is plus 4s, yeah. He's never heard of it. Are you uh, doing I've never heard it. I'm, I'm quite new to golf, to be honest, in my defence. You don't need to be wearing plus fours, my friend. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> the key to golf is to dress like a 1920s ghost from America. <laughs> Stay there, Andy. Let's see who you're up against. It's Liam. Liam, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad about you guys. We're, we're you good. Guys are you on your way to anything right now, doing something like golf? Not really. Just on my way home from work, really. OK. Do you wear plus fours? <laughs> He's never heard of them as well. Okay, fair enough. You and me do. Okay, so on that one, we have the higher ground. 100%. Right, gentlemen, um, we're going to give you a topic that has many possible answers. It won't be about trousers. Uh, Andy, you have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Liam, you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Andy. And whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. And if that player manages it, they win the tickets. If they don't, they lose the tickets to the other player. It's fiendish. Let's play Who Claims Wins? Right then, Andy, here we go. This is to you first. How many countries to feature in the FIFA World Cup men's final can you name in 30 seconds? And we're looking for any country between 1930 and 2018. So just anyone that's ever played in the World Cup? Yes. Um, Final, that is. Yeah, in the FIFA World Cup men's final. Final, okay. Uh, 
Give us a number. I'll go with... Ten. Ten. <laughs> Liam, uh, do you think you could do more, or do you want to challenge uh, Andy to do his ten? Uh, I'll go for 11. You're going for 11. Uh, back with you, Andy. Do you want to do 11 or challenge? I will I will let him take 11. Liam, you've got 30 seconds to do your 11 and your time starts now. Uh, England, East Germany, West Germany, uh, Germany, Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, Portugal, Spain, Netherlands, uh Wall, Lemonek, France, uh, Italy. Uh, go on, go on. Oh, I'm stuck. Time is up. Looking at the judge for the correct number there because you certainly rattled off many there. You just got the nine, I'm afraid, which is oh, a very, very oh, valid man. effort, but it's not the 11 you promised. So, Andy, congratulations. You are off to go and see Liam. Thank you. I've already seen him at Nebworth, so I can't wait to see him again. He's oh, fantastic. Play. It just gets better and better for you, doesn't it, Andy, mate? You going to play golf and everything as well? I know. It's been a good day, I'm not going to lie. Listen, good to speak to you. Have a brilliant rest of your evening. Uh, we'll have more opportunities for you to play Who Claims Wins tomorrow to go and see Liam Gallagher. And it's all thanks to 10 Weeks of Tickets right here on Home Time. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Right, been looking forward to this. A listener has sent us the most amazing question. Uh, a question that goes to the very core of your being, your existence. Uh, it's a good question because you probably never thought about it before because you do this so instinctually. Let me read it out to you. Neil says, hi, guys, random question, but when putting on a T-shirt, are you head first or arm first? Let me read that to you again in case she's just passed you by. When you put on a T-shirt, are you head first or arm first? First of all, I- I've never thought about it before. Secondly, I didn't realise there were other options of ways of doing it. No. Because I've always just put a T-shirt on the same way. You do put a T-shirt on without thinking about it. I, I would just say initial vibes, people who put... A T-shirt on, arms first. I've got some serious issues. <laughs> Could I just do the actions now. Like, how are you putting a T-shirt on? Okay, uh, like you say, without doing the actions, I don't think you can even think about it. You have to do the actions, and then you realise you're halfway through and thinking, "What is head?" Well, this is yeah. It's like uh, when you when you try and work out what your password is, you have to type it, pretend. Yeah. You have to do the actions. If you're listening at home, not if you're driving. But if you're home, do do the action of how you put your T-shirt on. Surely it's going on the head rather than the arms. I can't believe it's even a question. Surely if I would have thought the physics of it, or if you're putting your arms in first, it's going to make the opening for the neck way too tight, surely. Well, Steve says arms first every time makes putting your head in even easier. I doubt it. Stu says when I first saw the question, I genuinely didn't know as I've never thought about it. It's just an automatic thing. I went and put a T-shirt on and it was left arm, head... Right arm. Wow, so it sounds like he surprised himself. So everyone's got a different way of doing it. Yeah. So we just want to put it out there to you, a gift, like releasing a dove into the sky. How many, little random question from listener Neil. When putting on a T-shirt, are you head first or arms first? Ashley says, how about taking T-shirts off, pull from the bottom or pull oh, from the neck? Come on. Let's not get involved in that. We haven't got time to get involved in that. Uh, Alex says, always arms first. See, I, I'm... How does that even work? <laughs> How do you do it? But there's, a, there's actually a reason to it, because you and I were both very instinctively head first. Alex says, 
always arms first, especially if I've done my hair or I am wearing makeup. I then, obviously, then there's there's logic to it. You, you can pull the net wider because you don't want to smear it on the clothing. But I'd say if you've had your, your face done, mm-hmm. right, I'd want to get the head bit on first so that I can put my arms in later on. Otherwise, you're trapped in your shirt like, you know what I mean, like someone in a bag. If you if you're putting your arms in, yeah, do you know what I mean? You're you're, you're in the tent of your t-shirt for five, six, seven seconds. Like our, our little one, Thea. Yep. If she has that little moment, nothing beats the toddler panic moment of having your head stuck in your shirt for a few seconds. Yes, it's like she's never going to be seen again. But if you, I, I'm with Alex now. I've changed because if you if you put your arms in first, then they're in. And then they can pull the neck wider so as not to change anything you've done already to yourself. I just think it's madness. <laughs> Dave says, listen to this, all of my T-shirts are in four pieces. I put the front and back on, then slip the arms on, fixed together with Velcro, obviously. Wow. I, I feel like we, we are getting into like almost <laughs> safe location territory here. We're going to have to like get you know FBI witness relocation stuff going on. Listen to this from Bryony. She says, I do my left arm and then head, and then right arm. But all really quickly in one kind of fluid movement. But here's the thing, right? I was driving when you spoke about this, and I pulled over into a lay-by and mimicked putting on a T-shirt. I think quite a few people in the Cambridge area are now very worried about me. Fantastic. That's exactly what we want. Audience participation on the show tonight. Andy and Nailsy near Bristol says, Gents, T-shirts are so 20th century. Vests of the future as they overcome the head-arm-first issue, as the opening so large it doesn't even matter. <laughs> uh, we've got thoughts on that. We've got Helen on the line. Helen, what's your take on the T-shirt debate? So, as I said, it depends if I've got my home makeup done, as one of your callers said previously. Right. Um, if you haven't, then it's head-first, and, and there's no problem. Um, but if I've got my hair and makeup done, you have to get the arms in and then hook the front of your head poles like under your chin so you can stretch it over and sometimes I get my husband involved as well. <laughs> no way! This must be like um, Queen Victoria getting dressed in the morning. <laughs> it depends how serious the hairdo is but it, I get him to hold the front of the head hold and then we can stretch between the two of us. Now, now, honest, be honest here, be honest, how does your husband react when you, you shout, husband, I need help with my T-shirt, please? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I think he's so used to it now, he just goes with it. <laughs> you must have some fantastic lacquered-up hairstyles so you want to avoid getting any kind of creases on it putting it through your T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, it all depends how tight the neck is as well. If you've got a roll neck, you're screwed. <laughs> Life advice for all of us there. Good to speak to you. <laughs> Thanks, Helen. Uh, Gary Lambert has tweeted to say, guys, I'm going to have to take my top off and put it back on just to see how I do it. That's a microcosm of what we're talking about this evening. A listener called Neil has asked us a random question. He says, when putting on a T-shirt, are you head first or arms first? Let's get a final word. Uh, Rab hanging on. How are you doing it, Rab? Oh, arms first. OK, why is that? Because back in the day when I had uh, when I had enough hair to come into a cliff, um, I, the arms in first, then your hands up to spread the neck of the shirt wide so she didn't spoil your hair on the way through. I cannot just say anybody that puts their heads in first, they've really not moved on from when their mummy used to dress them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your mummy puts your T-shirt on, puts your head in first, and then gets you to put your arms up. When you're growing up a big boy, you put your arms in yourself. It's, it's the way he says it. You don't want to argue with him. Rab, you've spoken. I, I think you've closed the debate down. <laughs> All the best, then.
Cheers, buddy. So there's your daily takeaway. And just to reiterate what we were talking about, the idea we brainstormed right at the beginning, if any of the big cinemas want to get involved yeah, yeah, yeah. with our viewing party, it might just be Richie and I watching the final Better Call Saul together in a, in a massive auditorium. But your views, your cine worlds. Yes, um, your, your everyman's, if, if it's oh, the posh ones. Imagine that. We have a little burger between us. Yeah. That'd be right. So get in touch.